Cause niggas stuck real bold to the gas out And niggas stuck about the bad to the cash out These niggas say they pulling up, but where you at now? And niggas saying that they up, but where you at now? How you talk about your pack like you really got the stacks I can tell by the smell it ain't that loud You ain't really with the shits, you just wanna cause you mad Give a fuck about your bag, I just cashed out You keep capping, I'm team capping, you mascot You dressed up, but ain't bout nothing, some trash talk I see through all the fake and break the padlocks These bitches hype bold, nah, it's just a cash lock Good afternoon, we are Fulfill Public Radio, we are back And we are in the studio with Alec Darius today, how are you doing? Yo, yo, uh, I'm doing alright man uh, how about you? Doing pretty good. It's good to have you here. Yeah, man. Good to be here. Yeah. So we are we're talking about a few things today, but most importantly, mm-hmm. the Souls Return Part One. Oh, okay. Okay. Tell us about it. Yeah, man. Um, so this is like it's my first project um, in a while. Uh, I actually took like a lot of time away from my solo career. Mm-hmm. Um, I was still making music. Like, I had a pretty decent feature run in, like, 2020, 2021. Right. Um, but, like, I don't know, man. Uh, after high school, because I'm about, like, 22. Um, or I'm 23 now. Shit. So's mm-hmm. return. Um, but, like, the the way I went about music uh, just kind of changed. You know, mm-hmm. I stopped doing it to for the sake of doing it, and I found, like, a true purpose behind it. But, you know, when you find your purpose, or at least me, when I found, um, like, a broader direction that I wanted to go in, um, you know, it, it took some time to really get everything in motion for right. that to happen. Uh, there was a lot of groundwork that I had to work on, a lot of personal aspects of myself that I had to work on mm-hmm. before I was ready to start creating again, um, in my solo career. So Soul's Return is kind of like a little summary of uh, what I've been going through, more or less. I mean, it's nothing really specific. It's just the first uh, attempt at me being more personal with my music. True. Okay. I get that. And it's it's good. I like it a lot, by the way. Thank you. Um, So you say part one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I've always, like wanted to have like a mixtape series mm-hmm. or something like that and um you know it's it's hard for me to just put a label on things sometimes especially when it's a series because then I want to be like like make it about like uh, a movie or like a show or like you know episodes or something like that um mm-hmm. but Souls Return you know it kind of has like a esoteric meaning as well like um you know, it's it's one thing for your soul to return to you on your birthday, like it's your you know Gregorian calendar year rotation. Um, also, like soul, like the sun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our rotation around the sun. Um, but for me, like the title kind of came um, more from like an egotistical point, I guess. Uh, just like it being my birthday and being the return of you know my presence in this coming year. Mm-hmm. So uh, part one is kind of just like you know this is the first time you get to witness that return with me in a while um and you know part two will probably happen next year around this time Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth but like there's no like i'm not determined to make a soul's return part two um in 2024 you know it can kind of just happen whenever but it will always happen around this time so it's kind of like a if you know you know Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know it was it was released on your birthday. Happy happy late yep. birthday. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm I'm not too public with that stuff um mm. anymore. So yeah. you know, it was kinda just if you know you know. <laughs> I, got you. I got you. Yeah. So what would you say 
you went through this process of finding yourself and coming to be able to make music on your own again in a new way. What would you say like some of those differences are now? Um, well, so um, when I first started music uh, or first started like creating music, you know, because I've kind of been in like band my whole student career. Mm -hmm. So I've always been like right next to it. And I've been in it, honestly. But as far as like a creator and like a producer, really didn't start till about like 2017. Gotcha. And um, I think around then I was really using music as like a medicine for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I honestly, looking back on it, like a lot of my confidence was projected. You know, it wasn't mm -hmm. like really there, but I knew how to put up a front. Gotcha. And um, rapping was like a really uh, useful tool for that to happen. Um, and I just happened to be like pretty decent with my syllable lineup, I guess. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'd always like attract crowds at the lunchroom mm -hmm. and um, just like after school and stuff. It, it was like really cool. And then um, I felt like what was kind of unique about it was those people would actually translate to SoundCloud listens, you know, and True, yeah. not and like... A lot of people have the problem, and like nowadays, I have that problem too. Where it's just like, you know, your Instagram followers don't necessarily translate to plays. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's I know it's exactly crazy. What you mean? Um, and it's but you know, uh, it was like a good start. It was like uh, almost like a universal thing for me to have that, you know, mm. ability to start that strongly. Um, true. But as I grew up, um. You know, because that fake confidence kind of leads you into more self-righteous mm -hmm. uh, paths and decisions and choices. And I started to forget about the bigger picture because all I could see was me, like myself. Mm -hmm. You know, all my art, everything I created was just about me. But it yeah. wasn't about, like, what shapes me. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, it was kind of about the front that I was putting on. It wasn't about my actual self. Um, okay. So, like, yeah, I guess that's one of the main differences um, and really the pillar of all the differences is, like, before I was really creating for, like, uh, Cosign, I guess, at the end of the yeah. day. It was really for a Cosign. But nowadays, it's uh, it's not just a medicine for me anymore. I, I choose to make it a medicine for the listener as well sure. because okay. I started caring about everyone more than I just as much as I care about myself mm -hmm. you know so I'll, well yeah that's good and I know it's um I was watching some of your old or some of the old uh like seven podcast interviews yeah word. um <laughs> and you were talking about uh self-production too and phenom was yeah. the name you used to produce under yeah do you still produce under that name or is it um so that used to just be like my alias in general mm -hmm. like uh producing and rap um and then while i was going through this through this transition mm -hmm. it kind of became my producer tag um nowadays i don't know i i look at it just like more of a nickname because mm -hmm. it's not I, I don't really like separating um myself from myself anymore yeah, yeah. you know uh it's cool like sometimes lewis tdk will call me like nom every now and then and i'll get it in the group chat or whatever um, and I, I, you know, I definitely respond to it. It's nothing mm -hmm. like that I'm trying to shy away from. Um, and I guess I say that because for a while it was, you know, it was kind of the representation of the super ego that right. I had. And I was like, don't call me that. Yeah. Um, but nowadays it's kind of just like, uh, not, not something I'm chasing. You're not going to catch me like trying to brand Phenom anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but it might pop up on some like merch, you know, little Easter eggs here and there throughout the career. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so it's mainly just Alec Darius now, just moving forward. That's, that's yeah, what it is. yeah, okay, ultimately. And so Souls Return Part One, did you produce these? Are the tracks on it? I produced. Uh, I produced the first track, which mm-hmm. is actually. Um, I think people are seeing it as like four tracks, but it's really three, mm-hmm. and the first two are just one song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that was my next question. Is it like four? <laughs> or just one long ass song. Yeah. Um, nah. I mean, it would cool to be to make a ballad. Just to touch on the subject, it'd be really cool to make a ballad. I've always wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like one other song with a switch up, and uh, yeah, but this is not that. This is not right. that. Um, I would want it to be a little more thematic. Whereas this one is, even though it's a story, mm-hmm. um, and it does, I like to think, stay on theme throughout the whole time um it wasn't made like that so i'm not gonna say that it is what it's not um but yeah i i produced the first track um and i engineered everything i mixed everything but the second track was actually produced by uh this amazing producer that i've kind of been adjacent to for a long time Mm -hmm. um my boy omega riff um Mm -hmm. was actually like in constant communication with this producer I believe they go by yours truly. Um, I can't find them on Instagram anymore. So I was not able to give proper credits, but uh, I'm definitely trying to because I want to put it on streaming. Yeah. And I just want to, you know, feed the fam type thing. Make sure, sure everyone's sure. getting their due credit. Um, because, yeah, the second song, which sounds like the third song, mm-hmm. um, is one of my favorite moments, like, in general. Yeah. Um, but that was produced by yours truly. And then Ventilate, which is the third song, the bookend, um, that was produced by Broke Boy on YouTube, right. um, who I'm also waiting uh, to give credits to. But yeah, uh, it was not all produced by me, but I was definitely like mixing the hell out of it. <laughs> gotcha. What do you, what do you what do you find yourself doing more? Do you find yourself making more beats or writing more these days? These days, man. Um, Kind of both for different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really produce for myself as much as I'd want to, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I think I'm very aware of my, like, creative threshold and during a session. Yeah. You know, uh, I think it's really admirable. Like, you have people like um, Ensefi, mm-hmm. right, who just, like, writes and mixes. And he does the whole nine. Uh, and that's, like, like, that would be a goal of mine, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I think the... Um, the way I ritualistically uh, treat my music, my solo career, um, I can't expend, I can't overexpend. Yeah. Um, so I really like things to be not shorter, but very potent, you know? So if, I, if I'm producing the beat, I can't be thinking of a flow, you know, because then it will mess me up and I'll start changing things about the beat and the core idea will mm-hmm. just be a little watered down and I, I don't really like that. Okay. So I like to be um, either producing or writing. Um, nowadays I do it kind of equally, but mm-hmm. never at the same time, okay. rarely at the same time. So, and when you're talking about potency, do you like, cause I'm looking at some of the song lengths here. Mm-hmm. Do you like doing shorter songs? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Honestly, I'm working on like, uh, my like writing stamina. I would love to make longer songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like where I'm at right now and like, um, I don't know. I guess my output, I'm really good in like a 16 bar pocket. I'm yeah. not good in like a 
three minute, you know, without a hook type bar setting. I wish I could, I, but it's it's yeah. hard, bro. <laughs> I I don't ask me to make a four minute song, three minute songs. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. like I, honest to God, the like one thirty to two thirty. Beautiful. That's all it needs to be. That's the pocket. I'm yeah. not if I I hate looking at albums now and you see that like every song's like three thirty four thirty. I'm not yeah. listening. Yeah, it's hard. I, it's, it's I hard. can't do it. Uh huh. And I I'm on the same thing with like condensed potency, like you said. Like, yeah. um, although I would say like objectively your shit's like way more like potent than mine, but I I keep it short. I get that. Yeah. Um, I think there's like a brief pocket that you have to capitalize on yeah. you know where everyone's just engaged right. and then as soon as you break away from it it's just like okay now they're talking over you right you know? yeah <laughs> and it's it sometimes it's too much i i i see a lot of people like older doing that like it, they, they follow like the same template the like verse hook verse hook yeah. verse hook by that Damn. third verse if you got a third verse in there you got to it's got to be the one. Yeah, for real. And but, that's like saying that it hasn't already happened. Because, you yeah. know, you, most of the time, the first verse is like my favorite yeah. on a lot of songs. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's all about balance. It's about like, yeah, that timing, like I said. Exactly. Let's uh, let's play another one. We got, let's do, we're going to do the full soul's return when the rest of the team gets here. But let's do Lonely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh. Real name, no gimmicks, my story been the same since I wrote it Probably not the same way that they gonna tell it when it's finished But I ain't losing sleep over what opinions You would know it if it got to me Hard body, I gotta be tough, skin was luck That metal shit was hard to me Now I feel like a king and you fucking up the economy I'ma get in my motor, you want the war when you want to see At the top of my game, stopping on top of Napoli Y'all don't fuck with no partners, they ain't got as much hard as me Y'all ain't part of the plan, promise the plan that I can see Apologize in advance, no I'ma be hard to reach Never wanted to dance, so my halo get off of me Now we shaking our hands all right, and we are back, and I cannot hear myself through the headphones, so I'm gonna take them off. Dang, yeah, that's um, pretty clear on me. Yeah, they 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 don't they don't work so great here, <laughs> but that was lonely, and that one that was 2020, right? I honestly don't even remember. Probably, uh, maybe 2019. Okay. I feel like it's 2019, but it yeah. might have been 2020. I don't know. It's crazy how time flies. It yeah, especially these like last couple of years. Right. Yeah. COVID really screwed it up. Bro, the recovery stages was insane. We're still yeah. in it. We're s- <laughs> yeah, and it's, they're saying it's coming back. <laughs> Never I left. Just, have you ever gotten it? Yeah, actually, I have. Um, is I think uh, at the end of 2019, we actually took a trip. Uh, Saray and I took a trip up to D.C. Mm-hmm. And there was something wrong with me the whole time. Um, but like I said, this is like November 2019. Right? Oh, so this is when people were like, starting to get it like people knew the name yeah. but it wasn't like an outbreak yet we still hadn't gotten shut down or we still anything. thought it was like ebola yeah yeah you know um so i was like <laughs> i remember being like cold as hell in the streets mm-hmm. of dc looking for like a ramen shop because my nose was sweating for some reason and i'm uh. like yo i'm down bad right now um looking back on it mm-hmm. i probably had covid yeah. <laughs> um but i didn't catch it for a while uh i think i went all of 2020 like good um and then i i caught it again um in 2021 i think around august Uh um and i had we had some folks visiting from out of town um so i think that may have been what led to that um yeah yeah. and we were we were also like just getting outside again during that time 
So it was kind of like, that's that's what we get. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, for playing with fire. But uh, yeah, that, that time actually hit me a little worse. Because the first time I kind of brushed it off, it was what it was. But by the end of the weekend, I was good. Mm. And then in 2021, like, I actually lost my taste for a while. Like, Ooh. my sense of taste. And it only recently came back. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, when I was sick, I tried eating strawberries. Because I love strawberries. And <laughs> I could not taste that jank. And it was so heartbreaking. And I was disgusted. Like, and I was not able to taste strawberries again for, like, months. Like, probably till March last year Dang. type thing. Yeah, March 2022. So, it was it was wild. It was a wild ride. But what about you? Have you ever? I, I got it recently for the oh, first time. Snap. I'm I was really upset because I was always like I was kind of quiet about it because I wasn't I wasn't trying to flex that I'd never gotten COVID because <laughs> as soon as you do that is when you get it. Right, right. But like personally, I was like yes, like I've never gotten it. And then it was Thanksgiving. I got just it wasn't COVID. I had like some crazy sinus infection. Mm. I get over that. I think I missed Thanksgiving. Like, I just stayed in my room. Like, I went home to visit my family, and I just couldn't even be with them. (laughs) Then Christmas, I went back home again right after recovering from that, and I had COVID. Ooh. And I didn't know it at first. And I was down bad for, like, two days, but I gave it to the whole family because I didn't realize I had COVID. And I don't know if that's something I should admit or not, but, like... (laughs) Oh my god. No, and we it's had, a monster. We had a it's Christmas a party. Like the whole I mean the whole family got it. It was Jeez, uh, that's <laughs> Yeah. Something in the punch. That's yeah, crazy. It was it was tough. But yeah. um, you know, everyone's okay, luckily. Good. So. I'm glad. I'm glad. <sighs> yeah, some people like because it's a total like immune system shutdown. Yeah, so some when people some people really catch get it, messed up. Bro, terribly. Terribly. So I'm I even though I lost my taste, I was very blessed to, you know, only lose my taste. Yeah. And then I know. get it back. You know, some people still haven't even recovered that. So. Yeah, I'm lucky I didn't have that. But I know a couple people, there's one girl I know who had it who's wears like heart monitors and stuff now. Like oh my it God. can really get to you. Yeah. So. yeah. It's it's crazy how um stuff like that is so negatively portrayed. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know it's kinda like I don't know if I sh- I should be saying this right now, but I feel like um, a virus like that because it's not a disease, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like a naturally occurring disease. This virus that was man-made at the end of the day, like no matter what side you're on, mm-hmm. they both say that it was man-made, right? Um, right? Or at least you know made with man's intervention. Um, and you know because it's a total immune shutdown, it kind of like takes you out of your comfort for a little bit because your whole system's compromised and you get to see how well you're actually doing with Mm -hmm. like what you're putting in your body, how you're treating yourself, your hygiene, you know, your diet. Um, Well, that's what you're putting in your body, but you know what I mean? Like, um, and then we paint it so evil, Mm -hmm. but like, yo, honestly, if we were just good in the beginning, if we were like already healthy, then there would be no evil to paint, you know? And it's, it's crazy how much fear comes from, this virus when really it should just be like an eye opener mm-hmm. you know but we could talk about that too. <laughs> like yeah. people are scared of the light sometimes that's why they go into the darkness that's very true um here's some, one thing i wanted to ask you about i don't know if you want to talk about it on the air but when i last saw you was when we when y'all had the hotel in richmond right right 
and you and I had a conversation about something you were trying to do with your music about like tones uh-huh. and frequencies. Oh, about sanction about? and sacrifice. I yeah. yeah, I do know what you're talking about. I think. Um, so um, yeah, there's this uh, there's this like phenomenon of 432 hertz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so from what I remember, because I love investigating, mm-hmm. but like I have a problem retaining information because I'm so eager to get it. You know, yeah. So sometimes I don't always go back to it. Gotcha. But from what I remember about this uh, piece of knowledge that I've, you know, come in contact with is uh, around World War II, that's when all of these, you know, corporations were really coming into fruition. Uh, mm-hmm. Media was coming into fruition. That's when we first, that's also when we first started seeing, like, propaganda like mm-hmm. that. Um, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, but the standard of tuning, which is the... Uh, frequency of the of our middle A, you know, we have like middle C, the middle octave. The middle A mm-hmm. determines the um, the frequency of the rest of the scale, right? right? So the standard of tuning was set to 440 hertz, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to I want to say is because they were like testing it in Nazi camps, yeah. Um, and Hitler found that music tuned to that frequency made people more responsive mm-hmm. and more uh, easily manipulated, yeah. almost. Um, or at least it gave them like this kind of when they received that frequency and you know they started digesting it in their senses, uh, it made them more adaptable. Right. So I think it created like you know better soldiers. Stuff like that, more of a master-slave kind of mindset. Um, but really, um, the natural, the most natural tone for middle A is 432 right. hertz. Um, and I think that comes from, like, using... I think it comes from the way we build instruments as well. Mm-hmm. Like, the trees that were used to make the wood of a guitar, the wood of a cajon, the uh, the skin that we took off like that we took from animals to create congas right. you know um and there was no specific tuning back then but if you take all that and compile it together um i believe that the general consensus is that the earth's harmony is at 432 mm-hmm. hertz um and that also directly correlates to our heart chakra mm-hmm. um which vibrates at the color green um i want to say it's the third chakra third fourth fourth chakra right right after the solar plexus mm-hmm. um uh so yeah with the album i kind of wanted to give an ode to the process of growth because that's really what the album is about sanction and sacrifice mm-hmm. um you know uh and one of the the Clear, c- clearest ways for me to do that was to step out of standard tuning and get back to the natural order of things, which is 432. So the whole album uh, is not tuned to the standard 440. It's actually down-pitched to that. That's And that was incredible when you said that. I was like, dang, that's... I mean, you're thinking on levels I'm not even... <laughs> that's not even in my mind, but... Yeah, I think it's... Uh, you know, understandably, I, it wasn't at the forefront of my mind. I've actually known about it for a while. Mm. Um, but to actually think that I could achieve that, you know, um, mm. 
it was more of a recent discovery. So interesting. Yeah. So sanctions and sacrifice is an album. Yes. That's coming. Yes, coming um, March twenty first. March twenty first. So you got a date already. I have a date confirmed. Dang. Is it ready? It. It, w- yes. Yeah. It's ready. Yeah. It's as ready as it can be right Perfect. now. Who knows about to tomorrow? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really want to um, lock that date in uh, mm-hmm. for a multitude of reasons. Uh, the Honestly, the main reason I did it was because uh, the theme of the album is duality, more mm-hmm. or less. Like, uh, in every level, it's a theme of duality. Um, from the title being Sanction and Sacrifice which is like a protection versus, you know, being completely unprotected, um, to the date. The mm. date is 32123. Oh. Damn. Yeah, so I really wanted to lock something in like that. And also, because the, pro- like the album is not just about duality, but how duality plays such a key role in growth, mm-hmm. um, it also lands on the March equinox. Or the the spring equinox, mm-hmm. um, which is when things start growing again. Dang. So, yeah. So you definitely have to go with this date. Definitely have to go with this date. <laughs> it's like no doubt There's about no it. no option, yeah. Yeah. Um, very excited, very excited. I want to do like a CD run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sefi, my boy Nick, is doing the cover art. And oh. very hyped for that to all come together. Yeah. As well as uh, Saray, mm-hmm. my girlfriend, is... Um, she is creating smoke blends to, mm-hmm. you know, smoke while you listen to. Or um, maybe possibly Ooh. tea blends in the future for those who don't smoke. Um, that is fire. But she, she's starting this uh, apothecary. Is that the proper word for it? It's, yeah, as of right now, there's no, I don't want to put like a box on it. But mm-hmm. it's a wellness, it's a business of wellness, a holistic okay. healing. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, called Ray's Haven. So nice. uh, along with the CD, you know, if you if you purchase that, you'll also get uh, a blend, a smoking blend for sanction, the sanction half, and a smoking blend for the sacrifice half, and they should help, you know, really engage you with what I'm saying because, yeah. uh, like, it's not like, uh, it's not cannabis, you know, it's not mm-hmm. CBD. These are like herbs, like ritualistic. Er- well, everything is ritualistic, but it's like. Uh, they're very specific mm-hmm. for what reactions they cause in the human senses. Interesting. Yeah. I'm hyped for that. So that's that's a whole experience you're about to deliver. That's I hope crazy. so. Yeah, I hope so. I, I think now's a good time then. Let's, uh, let's play Soul's Return. All right, let's do it. One second when the computer wants to work. <laughs> Soul's Return Part 1. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying fuck the peace, bro. Uh, she left you can't have a back. Attitude with the ass to match. I won't push in no bricks, but when it was the plug for the block, I adapted fast. Took a chance like acid rapping. If the boss keep tripping, then I'm back to that. Ain't took no else up the acid tab. If the watch how I move, it's a masterclass. Ooh. Gonna pick some up, bobbing that shit when they hearing me up for some gas beer. I'm so bugged to the bugs. Clean my quest and I check in the month at your neck or I'm at what it is. And we are back. And with two new guests. Y'all want to introduce yourselves? Yo, what's up? It's Sefi. Back again. <sighs> back, back, back at it again. 
Uh, it's my first time being here. This is all Relius. I just want to congratulate Alec Darius on dropping his new project Woo-hoo. and making you. you know making those steps to to be better. That hey, you know, great. always, bro, always appreciate it. Appreciate I it. I've got to say, man, I really, I really love this project. <laughs> like this is crazy. And here's the thing: I was I was listening to it with one of the other uh, seven members, OG Akeem. I was listening oh. to it with them, <clears throat> yeah. and I was like, you know, the one thing I hate about this project is that at the end I want more. And <laughs> uh, and he was just and he told me this. He was like, that's the point, <laughs> and you can't be greedy. It's part one, bro. He said he said he said you can't be greedy, and I was like. Yeah, you're right. But honestly, the one complaint I have about it being that is actually another thing I really like about it. I like that it's short. I like I like that it's all kind of blended together in this nice way. It's it's like it's all fits perfect on the same canvas. I really love it. Thank you, so, bro. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, I think that was kind of like my idea going into it um, because uh, it's kind of su- like I want you to want more. You know, I definitely made it in a way where it was like a progressional build up um, to like a what I felt was a great release. And, um, you know, SoundCloud has a repeat button now, bro. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a wrap now. Damn straight. We were just talking about that bef- off the air that uh, a SoundCloud release is vintage now. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I mean, like. Mainly just because uh, to put your music on a platform, like on a specific platform that, you know, like I don't know, just like there. I feel like less people have SoundCloud on their phones nowadays than they, than, they, than they used to. Yeah. So people who still drop on SoundCloud, it's not necessarily like I don't want to sit here and say that like, oh, yeah, SoundCloud is just so like outdated, but it's got some age on it for sure. It's got some <laughs> dust on it a yeah. little bit. And dropping dropping on there specifically, it's just, it's cool almost. It's like a fan service thing too. It's like, you know, like it having the specific place for, it, especially when everything is just when you drop something, people just want it to be everywhere. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, and I think that's like something that I um, am always looking for when I release music. Like, it'd be great to just drop everything at the same time, and you know, there's definitely going to be moments in the future where I choose to do that. But I feel like right now, um, I really want to know who is listening, who's actually paying attention. So I kind of like make it a point to make it a little hard Mm -hmm. to find, you know, like purposely releasing on SoundCloud because I know not everyone's going to go there. And if you do go there, then it shows me um, a lot. And I do appreciate all of those who take the time out um, to do so for me. And, you know, I don't expect anyone to. So when I do get those, like, people who create SoundCloud accounts just to listen to the project and, like, you know, you, like, wonder, like, why are they only following me? Why why do they only have one like and it's my song? It's like, but that means so much, though, you know. Um, And I I love that. And uh, it makes me feel like I'm helping people when that happens. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. And, I mean, let me just say, man, you're doing... It's a vintage drop. That's what I worded it earlier, but that's how I worded it earlier. But Alec is doing super well on the cloud. Super <laughs> you know, well. I'll be trying. I'm just, trying. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> like, hey, bro, yeah. you get, you, you got a lot of people that know where to find you. I'll right. say that. Right. So, hey, man. I, cause at the end of the day, I'd rather have like, you know, twenty nickels than a hundred pennies. 
you know, yeah, and yeah. I feel like the SoundCloud streams are worth more. So oh, yeah. yeah, even when the yeah, views are down, yeah. you know, it's especially it's cool. especially. I mean, last night last thing about SoundCloud, <laughs> but like especially since SoundCloud is kind of like a a media platform in a sense where like you can't really there's no DMs on Spotify, right. you know, there's right. no like yeah, you can't comment on a track on Spotify. Same yeah. with Apple Music, like you know, all these big Dang. big companies Dang. like all this. Stuff. So SoundCloud is also just like, you know. That that's why I said earlier too. It's it's fan service. You yeah. know, you get you actually get to treat it like you, know, you get to, to talk with people who like your song. You get to network on there. Like yeah, yeah it's, a, it's there's yeah. still there's still community there. And I mean, occasionally even I still get like the because this is a method that was so popular back then. Like the. Um, just DM somebody like on SoundCloud. <laughs> just be like, "Hey, I really like your, I really like your music. Here's some beats, and it's right. like, you know, three, six beats, and uh, yeah. So I mean, like, <laughs> you know, there's still stuff like that. Like people still like message each other on there and stuff. So no, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we sure. still talk. Mm-hmm. It's cool, man. It's cool. I agree. Oh God, I miss my. I gotta check on my SoundCloud DMs. <laughs> yeah, bro. In a minute. Yeah, I yo, I was sleeping because there's this one. I remember there's this one singer who hit me up. This was a minute ago, like 2017, 2018, early shit. I was dropping. Um, maybe it's best that we did not collab at the time. <laughs> no, yo, she hit me up and I ignored it for about two years. And she was talking about she wanted to do a collab or something. And you know, I'd check her out when I finally see the message, and she's, like, blown up. Like, she has, like, 200K followers on oh IG. God, she's damn. verified. Fucking, I don't know if y'all know, but Dumbfounded. Um, he's, like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite rappers in general, but he really paved the way for, like, Asian artists as uh-huh. well. He was following her, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> like, no. this is crazy. I totally... Because then I hit her up, and I was like, yeah. yo. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was definitely Bob. No, which, no. you know, of course, but... Oh, uh, yeah. It, Definitely check on those messages, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a lesson to take out of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, uh, like you never... I, th- I think there's a stigma of, like, oh, if, you're n- if you don't have, like... Oh, if you don't have this and you don't have that, then why why should I even, like, work with you? Mm. Like, almost like... And I'm just talking, like, numbers. Like, yeah. um, that's just, like, the way people are. You know, like, you, you see... Somebody's point is only valid behind how many followers they have. You see, you ever, mm-hmm. you notice that? Mm-hmm. Like, someone could say some real shit. Mm. Someone could say some real stuff. Okay, <laughs> someone could say some real stuff on uh, on their page or something and have like twelve followers or, or not even not even twelve. Let's say like you know three hundred, right? And it gets it gets out there, but like you know, blah blah blah. But then someone has a bad point, and has like a couple hundred. Hundred thousand, maybe a mil. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Verified check mark. Oh, because yeah. those are so important. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and it's like it must be facts. You know, right. what I mean, it's facts, and like it's the only valid side, and like all that stuff. But point being, like, that was a stray to just say like there's like it it goes deeper than that when it comes down to like collaboration. Like, why should I even work with you? Like, you're not gonna, um, like, you're, <laughs> yeah, like, you're not, not gonna, gonna boost my stats, yeah, you're not gonna like, boost yeah. nothing that I got. You know, yeah. like yada yada. Like if anything, it seems like you're mooching off me, which definitely does happen. It happens. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. it does happen, but mm-hmm. you know, the judgment is important there. Like you know, if there's a real relationship to be made there. Like, it doesn't matter how many, it doesn't matter how many followers you have to to find talent. You know, yeah. so like true. Yeah, it's important to find someone that's making a better or that you can make good music with, rather than who's got more followers to bounce Super off facts. of. Super yeah. facts. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, that's why I'm like weird about putting 
prices on features yeah or like collaborations in general like i would love to because i want to treat this like a business right Mm -hmm. um but at the same time if we're not moving off of energy then we're not really making music anyway you know we're like (laughs) i have this thing where it's like real rap versus uh what i call like candy bars you know (laughs) because it's like it's it's tastes good you know but it has no substance you're not really gaining anything from eating a Snickers, you know, even though there's peanuts in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I've ever charged for a feature. I've been charged for a feature once. Um, But what I always do, I always, like, if I, like, have someone feature on a song, or even with uh, my producer, Ichi, I just split it. Mm. Uh, so whatever mm-hmm. we've made together, that's what we're taking home. Like me and him, we I split a 50-50 with him. If I get someone else on a song that he's on, we'll split it 33, 33, 33. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't um that's I I'll divvy that up. Yeah. No, that, I think that's the beauty behind like stuff like DistroKid now. Right. Yeah, ever since I used DistroKid, or I I sound, I had the SoundCloud one. They, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had that for a minute, but then there was How just, was that compared to DistroKid? It wasn't bad. It really wasn't, um, and it was easy because you could upload to SoundCloud and everywhere else at the same time and control it all from the same place. So back in the SoundCloud days, when I was first moving to, like, Apple Music, that was good, but then something happens to your SoundCloud account, and then it screws up all your (sighs) stuff that's out there, and I just got that resolved, I think. I've been scared to even check, but, um, yeah, so... Uh. That's you, that. You got like locked out or something? Something like that. <laughs> oh, dang, bro. Yeah. Man, SoundCloud got hacked. Nah. They wanted them. They wanted them. You say, you transfer me 500 for the collab, I'll transfer you 500. And then... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Made all nah. your private tracks public. Like... No, no, no. <laughs> I, I uh, had some copyright infringement issues on my SoundCloud. Ooh, uh, that's scary. Clear them samples, I, them I, lost, scary. I lost my whole SoundCloud that I had since 2017. Crazy. God. I think it was early, it late 2021. Yeah, it was. Rap. Oh my gosh, that would hurt. Yeah. Oh, terribly. it did. That it would, did. Yeah. But it was such a lesson though because I was like, I I felt like I wasn't looking back now. I wasn't working as hard because I was like, oh, like I've got thousands of plays on all this stuff. Like, oh. I've got like, you know, I've got all this behind me. So that's who I am today. So it doesn't matter. And uh-huh. that I it, there was a couple things that happened around that time where it was like I was re- something was really trying to teach me the lesson of like I, it doesn't matter what you were yesterday, what are you doing today? Because everything that was yesterday can be gone just wow. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that really yeah. kind of just lit a fire back up under me when that happened. Because then it's like, I. I, I knew some of y'all around that time, too, but, like, then meeting y'all, it's, like, if y'all go look at my stuff, my SoundCloud now, like, some of them are maybe hitting, like, 100. Like, I got to, like, my whole thing isn't even there anymore. Like, yeah. everything that... That's insane. Yeah, because I did, I actually listened to one of the, um, the r- most recent project I could find. I forget the name, mm-hmm. but it was, like, a blue cover. On the Limb. Yeah. yeah, On the Limb. Yep. Yeah. Um, solid, bro. Real solid. Thanks. Yeah, yeah that was this album. I I've got. Well, not to get too much into my stuff. That that was um, the original like variation. It was originally a whole different project, and that was mm. supposed to be like a little EP from that. But um, life, 
you know, yeah. projects change. Yeah. But, Sometimes yeah. you like grow out of projects. It did. I yeah. did. I uh, the way I make music is just kind of every day. Like I'll go in there and bring how I am that day, mm-hmm. and then look at the bigger picture and simplify. And mm. the project I wanted was not the project that was being created, and I wasn't gonna force it to be that because I didn't like it that much, anyways. Word. But, that's hey, I respect that decision for sure. Yeah. That's actually something I've been struggling with sanction and sacrifice mm-hmm. because I feel like it was such a like conceptual. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was such a grand topic for me to understand or to me yeah, I guess for me to understand. Um I mean, at the end of the day it's super simple. It's yeah. um very clear cut what it's supposed to be. It's just about being better. But mm-hmm. you know, try to define that. You know, and the definition changes the more you look into it. So I really got lost in the spiral. Like, and then I, you know, trying to make music that reflected it. I was mm. like, damn, am I even? Have I even grown enough? I, you know? I know what you mean. I, I had, I have conversations with myself all the time, and I think the most important one I had, like, I was the same I thing. I was, I had this concept. I was getting really conceptual, and I was trying to make the music for it. And it's for some reason like these big concepts that I had and the music I was making, it wasn't good. Like mm. I, I, I talked to myself. I was like, you know, or I really had like an honest thing with myself. Like I need to just make something that's good. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah. th- like this is conceptual and it's talking about all these things, but like, it sounds like crap. Like, right. Like so, with, if you take the context away, then it's just like, yeah. Okay, and this it's is like, no longer good. right. So I just had to kind of refocus on where I am right now. And like, does it sound good and get get the concepts in there as you can but yeah i just had to kind of take it back to the drawing board there but yeah. we're running low on time and there's one song oh, i actually shit. heard for the first time last night oh okay. well, i guess technically this morning it was like 2 a.m where so oh, all right let's let's get into this yeah who you gonna love when the shit go under can't trust nobody, how you so hot boy, but a click round you so bitch, probably snitch on each other. Why you so greedy? When the boss up, plug, move far, cuss, don't make it look easy. Been on the block, been seen on the TV. Been real nice and I see how they treat me. You 30, I'm 40, I'm down in the 40. She tryna please me, come get your shorty. My queen back home and the throne way for me. Double my price every time I'm performing. Heart bent on ice made me fall out of touch with my soul and I felt all my feelings go dormant. Let me know when we back. We back. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I just wanna let y'all know that in Richmond, near VCU at MSQ, February 11th from 7 to 11, we're going to be having a show between Luega and 777. Please feel free to come down. Tickets are 7 at pre-order, 10 at the door. See y'all there. Yes, sir. That show is called Wave Break. It's going to be fire. It's going to be the best thing that's ever happened yes. in the city of Richmond. We just, we just decided to, I mean, like, you know, we just decided to bring the, some of the beach out here. Um we we definitely from from what I've seen from from Richmond the art scene is insane it is so great and uh, and we about to crush this shit. yeah I felt like we were missing out I felt like we were missing out we gotta we gotta come in here and you know yeah network a little bit you know yeah, what I'm saying no, for, no, sure. I'm saying? for sure. so deep here I saw a crackhead spray painting on the side of a wall and it was beautiful it Dang. is yeah yeah it's like what does that mean you know. Yeah, it, represents, it represents the know. bigger picture. <laughs> no, for, <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Nah, yeah. for real though, I think uh, Richmond is a beautiful place and definitely a, definitely like a creative center in Virginia. Oh, it is. I mean, like we're kind of like in the heart of like so much art. And yeah. It's so insane. Yeah. It's so insane. Yeah. Um, the architecture too, like down to the fucking. Uh, I mean, to the freaking. Uh, 
<laughs> grows, you know, like it goes back. It goes yeah, back. Yeah. Um, it was before. It was built during a time where we didn't have the tools that we rely on today. So yeah. everything was way more intentional. And yeah, I think that you know that energy has carried out throughout time. Definitely, so. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, uh, everybody sitting here will be involved in that show. Yeah, I was gonna um, read off the list real quick. Go. Yeah, we, we yep. got Khalif Bryant. And, and I, this is in no, uh, this is not in order of performance, but this is the list: Khalif Bryant, Fire. TDK, Woo. Phil Fo, damn. Alec Darius, yeah. Vincent yes, Green, oh. Jay, oh, DSYG, and Sefi, wow. Aurelius, La Slim, uh-huh. King David, uh-huh. OG Akeem, okay. Young Beast Boy, damn. Seth Steezy, Von Wave, Jesus. Johnny Cox, oh, Sir Ilion, Walter Gabe, and Bronze. Oh my god, dude. It's all star lineup right there. That's insane. That's a great lineup. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Turn up indeed. And we will see you February eleventh at the MSQ shop on Broad Street in Richmond, right next to the Circle Thrift Store. And that is PFPR X Alec Darius. Yeah. Hey. Any last Turn words for up. the people? Um stay well. Stay well. Stay well and grow. Seth, you got anything? Drink water. Ooh, pray leave, to your water. Leave a Talk message. Talk to your water. Drink water and, and make sure that everything you do, you do it powerfully.